0: Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Hello, 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 friends. If you are listening to this, it is because you made it through the holidays and you are hopefully in one piece. Welcome back to my podcast, Meredith. With why I am your host, Meredith Willits. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in, and subscribing, and deciding to take a moment to spend here with me today. So, you survived Christmas 2020, or whatever wonderful, beautiful celebrational holiday you celebrate—Kwanzaa, Hanukkah whatever it is i love it celebrate away do your traditions it's all good stuff and you're here on the other side getting ready getting ready for new years 2021 we are not going to say see you later 2020 we've made that mistake in the past we know that there is no good that can come from that See you later, 2019. 2020 is going to rock. Yeah, we're not doing that again this year. Let's learn from our past and grow from it. Let's just slither into 2021. No eye contact, people. Look down. Just just (laughs) have your champagne or sparkly cider or whatever it is. Cereal in a bowl in bed. I don't care how you do it. Just do it quietly. No send-offs to 2020. It doesn't work. It just infuriates (laughs) the energies around us. But if you are here today with me, it's most likely December 29th, which means that we are on the other side of the great conjuncture of planetary planets and energies manifestations for our future. Hopefully you've written down some things that you want for 2021. If you haven't, do it now. This is still a great time. We can always use that energy, leaving behind what no longer serves us and bringing into our experience and recognizing what we want. We can do that in bullet point. We can do that as far as journaling. Maybe you want to do a vision board. But put it someplace so that you can remind yourself, so that you have claimed stake to what it is that you want for your future and for your life. It's really hard to have a plan and not have a plan. Have a plan, work your plan. Get inside of it. Look around, see what it is that you want for your life instead of skating around haphazardly. It could be a list. It doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to have a, you know, a party or, you know, vision board, get together. Those are fun. You can do that. That might be a great activity for New Year's. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of like that for you. As long as it's done socially, distanced, and safe, or with your pandemic bubble, as I like to call it. We have pandemic friends. We hang out with pretty much only them. With masks off can you believe we'll eventually not have to talk about this? What a great thing that will be. I mean, I literally watch movies and TV shows. I don't know if you guys do this and you see people like all at a bar and you're like, oh my God, they're so close to each other. I mean, have you ever realized, you know, been in a place in your life where you're like so aware of germs? I mean, are we ever going to go anywhere without a mask and like aware that... People are bringing our dinner to the table at a restaurant and they are not wearing a mask and they're breathing on our food. Mm. That's going to be a thing pretty soon, guys, where we're going to be like, well, they might not have COVID, but they have something. They have something. And they're breathing on me. They're over my shoulder at Costco looking at steaks. They have something. We're going to be there again. No masks. We'll be there. Or as my son and I like to call them, masks. Makes it saying it more fun. I have a plethora of masks. Do you guys have a plethora of masks? I bought tons of them. They went on sale at Old Navy, so I bought all sorts of holiday masks. So I, I we are having fun with the holiday masks right now. Snowmen and all sorts of plaids. I'm a big plaid person. My friend actually is like, every time I see plaid, I think of you. Yes, that is me. So yeah, we're getting there. Vaccines are being delivered to people. Can you believe we're talking about this? This is a real thing. Armored trucks, first responders, thank you. If you're a first responder, if you're, if you're in the front line, if you're a nurse. If you're working in retail or restaurants, if you're one of these folks that have been working this whole time, I just want to say thank you big time. If you're working out in public and putting your life on the line, thank you. Because you're making the world go around right now, and I appreciate that. You're making life normal for the rest of us. Heathens, us, us people that are able to work from home or are forced to work from home. There's many that don't want to. So many people are changing their lifestyles. Think about how much has come from this, this pandemic. People are moving out of cities by the droves. Is that a word? In droves? They're moving out of the city in droves? That makes more sense changing their life. I mean, have you ever heard the word side hustle so much in your life? People are starting side hustles so they can get out of their main hustle. They're moving. They're cha- transitioning. They're they're becoming farmers. They're living out in the pasture. They're they're buying tiny homes. They're traveling in RVs and vans that have been converted from buses into homes. They're working by way of drop shipping and Fiverr. I mean, I feel like I'm missing the boat on half this stuff. This has created a huge shift in our in our world, in our culture, in our universe. People are changing what their priorities are. Uh, my husband, he's been home since March. Did my voice crack? He's been home since March, working from home. Started in the spare bedroom during summer, worked from the back porch. Now he is in the basement. And he got, you know, the news, like we all did, that they have a vaccine and that he would eventually have to go back to work and kind of had a panic attack. He's kind of freaked out by it. Like, uh, you can, I have to get back on that train. And, you know, hour commute each way to work and then stay there till five even though I'm done working at 330. How do you think that's going to play itself out, right? I mean, can we actually just like be at work and go, well I'm done. I'm just gonna go ahead and get out of here now, like I have been for the last year. <laughs> I'm finished working. I'm gonna go upstairs with the family and get myself a cup of tea. Like I have been all year. Now I'm not allowed. Now I got to stay at work at my desk and answer emails, even though I could do that on the train or when I get home. But I'm going to pretend like I'm working till five. Are we going back to that? Are our bosses going to make us? Will we transition to our side hustle and live with less? We were thinking about, we actually put an offer on a house a bit ago, and we didn't get it. God works in mysterious ways. And so I think that we're just going to take our house off the market and stay here, refinance, and pull it in a little bit, draw it it back, if you will, live a little bit more, you know, well within our means, if you will, so that there's less pressure on us. You know, we're getting to the point, I mean, the kids my youngest are nine and twelve, so you know, in two minutes, they're going to be in high school, and then four minutes later, they're going to be out of the house. God willing. So it this is definitely a time of transition and deciding what it is we want for the next one, three, five years for our lives, for our families. Do we want to travel? I mean, I know I'm going to be chomping at the bit to to get out and experience life again and internationally or out in the world. I mean, the idea that I, you know, we're pretty much not allowed to just jump on an airplane and go on vacation without having to go through, you know, the rigmarole. And if when you get there, it's even open once you land. So then what's the point that you actually went? There's a lot of change coming up. And I know right now has caused a lot of anxiety and depression for people. I actually just read someone had posted that they were crying a lot lately and that they had never experienced depression and they weren't sure if that's what it was. Uh, Could have been hormones she had mentioned. But there are definitely a lot of people right now that are having huge loss fears of what is coming and that that what is coming could be next week or next month or today cuz there's no money for rent there's no money for the mortgage payment or for groceries there's a lot of people right now who are suffering severely suffering and when you're not suffering When you're in a place where I'm at right now, because let's call a spade a spade, it's sometimes hard to put yourself there. It's hard to put yourself in a place that you're not experiencing that. And so while I'm over here talking about buying a new house or refinancing, there's people that are talking about, how am I going to feed my family dinner tonight? Or lunch this afternoon, and so we have to be cognizant of that. That's a that's a whole that's a whole other experience, and so I ask you as we're moving into this new year to be aware, to have understanding that if you have a hundred dollars and you know someone needs five, give them the five. Not because you don't need it, but because you have it to give. And because someone out there is truly suffering, truly suffering. A suffering many of us will never hopefully understand. A suffering that many of us will hopefully never have to deal with. And so when we look at depression and anxiety and when I'm going to talk about it right now, I want to be very clear because I do have people that comment on, you know, social media and whatnot. And I can tell that there's a difference between severe clinical anxiety and depression where there is an issue going on chemically. or an issue where someone is truly mentally ill. Okay. Mental illness where they think I'm the devil or something, you know, people, it's, it's kind of amazing. People can really have some severe mental illness. And I want to, I want to be clear that during my podcast, I'm not talking to those people. I really am not. I'm talking to the majority of the people that ebb and flow out of feelings of anxiety and depression. Uh, I'm talking to people that have bouts of uh, play with, if you will, mentally, physically, emotionally. I am not talking to people who are mentally ill and who are. Clinically, uh, dealing with a doctor. I'm not telling you, hey, stop blaming the world for your problems, and you'll instantly be cured. I want to be real clear on that. And and honestly, no one's messaged me or anything about that, so I don't think that there's an issue here. But I just want to be real clear that when I'm talking to people about the topics that I'm talking about, I'm talking about talking to sane. People. And I know that might sound really crappy, but we really do need to distinguish between someone that has a hard time um, holding on to their thoughts and their sanity and, and people who are just having a hard time with experiences in their life. And so those are the folks that I'm talking to. If you're listening to this and you, you're just trying to work through being a human, I'm talking to you. And everyone can listen, but I just don't want anyone to think that I am negating mental illness or making light of anxiety and depression. I'm just trying to give people tools who do have a normal processing ability, who are just humans and and are trying to have tools to live better. Okay, so so I want to talk about anxiety and depression. And I'm sorry for, you know, getting a little off subject here a couple times today, but there's... A lot to talk about. When I look at anxiety and depression, and again, this is in a person who is in the space of anxiety or depression, who has bouts of, who deals with the feelings of anxiety and depression, and you might even be on medication for it. Okay, you might be medicated because you have a lot of anxiety, and and I I, what I'm saying is, is these are tools on top of your medication. These are some ways to. Work inside of your brain and body that you this can be in 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 tandem with okay hold the hands of your medication because even though your body and your mind might be held worked with helped by the medication, that doesn't mean that we aren't putting ourselves into situations and thought processes and thought patterns that is going to cause more anxiety, cause problems, whatever, cause depression. So when I look at anxiety, okay, I'm seeing that you are living mentally in the future. You're living in the what's coming, what if, what if she, what about... Future. And so when we live in the future, it causes us to live in something that isn't here yet, which is going to cause us discomfort because we don't know the outcome. Okay. And I may have touched on this in other episodes, but I want to go a little deeper here. When we look at sadness, depression, swirling thoughts, That is many times looking in the past, in what was, what could have been, why wasn't it, sadness. And so when you're in a feeling, and I'm going to use the word feeling, okay, not a state of, a state of, I want to say feeling because I want to be real clear here. When you're in the feelings of anxiety, rapid heart rates, dizziness, can't catch your breath, maybe even feeling you know, dizzy and dysphoric, you, you want to run away, you're worried worried, you know, about what's coming, what is, what I should do, what it will be, it's always these forwardly motion inability to put your hands around and control it. And so when you're there, instead of being in the future, I want you to recognize your thoughts, recognize where you are in the timeline of your life. Are you present? Are you past? Or are you future? And so I want you to, at that point, to just breathe and get real present. Breathe and get real present, breathe, and get real present, and there we are, and so when we think of things, okay, I want you to lean into it, and when I say lean into it, it's, it's an imagination thing, it's done in your mind, and what you're going to do is you're going to pretend that we are in the future, we're going to lean into the future, into something coming up that we have no ability to know how it's going to turn out, but we may hope, hope that it turns out a certain way or what if and what if that and all of these, you know, things that we can't control. Just even talking about it is making me feel ugh. And so I want you to lean into all of those feels and feelings, and then I want you to come back to present, call all my energy bodies back, call all my energy bodies back to align center and ground, align center and ground, call all my energy bodies back. There's still some people not there yet call all my energy bodies back, call all my energy bodies back. So your energy bodies are your thoughts. Your energy bodies are your thoughts. It's actually your energy going out to the future, back to the past, to memories, to ideas, to not here, to not inside of you, okay? Okay. And so I want you to call all of the energy bodies back to align center and ground, align center and ground, get there, get in your hips, feel being right here, safe, grounded, quiet, allow yourself to be here. If your mind wants to jump forward, just ask it to come back. If your mind wants to jump backwards, ask it to just come back. And wherever you're at right now, I want you to feel that feeling of being right here, right now, right here with me. Right now, you're fine. And I want you to recognize that when we are fully present, when we've all of our thoughts, all of our energy, all of our everything back inside of our body instead of in the future or the past, in this moment with me right now, I want you to check in and see what that feels like. How does it feel in your arms? How does it feel in your legs and your feet? How does it feel in your mind when your mind is actually inside of your head and not someplace else, wondering, worrying, remembering? You're just just here with me right now there's nothing to think about right now just us this this is the present this is the lack of living outside of yourself this is not being anywhere but here and here is the only thing that is real. Everything else is in your mind, which means that everything else is only your imagination, only what you lend your imagination and mind to. I feel you going someplace else right now. I felt you remembering, thinking. So just go ahead and call your energy bodies back and back, and you're here. Good job. Do you feel that? Do you feel that present of presence? This is something that is huge, guys, and you can go into your bedroom, the bathroom, your car, wherever you need to go, and just take a few minutes to call your energy bodies back and back and calm and here and grounded to get yourself out of your head, basically, your mind, the wandering, the worrying, the remembering. Because when you are here with me, when you are here with you, you're safe and that is real. That is true. Hmm. You can do this whenever you want. You can take yourself here. Whenever you need to, this is free of charge. No one has control over it but you. You are an active participant in your mind. You are not a victim to your future or your past. These key words, these ideas that I share with you are to change your life. To give you the tools to not be victimized by your own mind. Because it can run away. It can run away from you. And I always want you to know that you're in charge all the time of it not running away from you by just pulling all your energy bodies back. Play with it. Okay, I'm going to worry and think about, I'm going to think about, let's lean into, I'm going to think about, what if I don't have a job next month? What if I don't get any clients next month? What if, wonder what? I'm going to lean into that. That instantly creates a a fluffle, a buzz in my high heart. I instantly can feel that in my neck and throat. I can instantly feel that in my chest, leaning into all of those what ifs of usually negative, right? Because we're humans and we're wacky. And so I lean into those what ifs. I can feel that bubbling up. And then I can bring myself back to present and lean into step inside, step inside, call back, call back, ground, balance, center, align. Feel the difference? And so we can also do this with depression. So I see anxiety as a right Moving into the right direction, because that's how I see the future, is to my right and to my left is depression. So that's going behind. So it's a backwards versus a forward. So to the right is anxiety in the future, to the left is the past and depression. Sorry if you're hearing me itch my nose. Hopefully, Caroline, my wonderful editor, can get it out. I don't know why I'm itching my nose. So as I lean into my past, back, 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 although I've healed a lot of it. So, and I've forgiven a lot of it, if not all of it, hopefully, God willing, and sent grace to all of the people and experiences that I felt. If I can find one, let's see here. I'll have to go to a recent past situation and think about something that just happened to me this week that was frustrating to me and could have went a different direction, okay, or it made me upset or whatever. And so when I go there, the problem is is that those things that happened, they're stuck because it's in the past. I can't undo them. I can't fix them. I can't, you know, change it, whatever. So all it is is it's like, like this stuck thing, this immovable turd, in my life that I can't change and when you can't change it and you can't go back to it and just feels bad and that's not fun that's just swirly sadness or anger or helplessness hopelessness defensiveness episode five anger go back and listen And then when we go to where we are with things we can't control, the millions of people that could be losing their jobs, their homes, they have no food, you know, that have died of COVID, their families left behind. Those are just all of these situations that we don't have control over. And, and when, we, when we sit there and swim inside of these situations that we have no control over, that we can't fix but we're privy to by way of social media and the news. Too much news that we can't control all this information coming at us. Now we are inundated with stuff that we have no way to help. And so when experiences in our present come into our life, that we have no ability to take Action with. So here's energy coming in, and now we get to carry it around as information that we have no way to fix. Hence the post that I read right before I started this podcast, which was Please pray for I'm crying a lot because. What's happening is, is this person is receiving information downloads from social media and from the news and from friends and from stories and all of this stuff, which really is none of her business. And she has no way to take action with it. And now she has to. This is why we have to go for walks. This is why we need to exercise because of the fact that we are in constant download of information that is negative that we can do nothing about. Yeah, that's going to cause anxiety and depression feelings in the present. Because we are taking on too much. And then confused why our real relationships, our real situations, our jobs, our family, our friends, our husband, our wife, our kids are suffering, and they walk in the house and we're like, what? What do you want? I have been downloading horrible bits of information all day. And your kids are like, oh my god, I just wanted to show you I got a B on my math. Your husband just wanted to ask you what you were thinking about for dinner. What? We've all been there. I am fixing the world's problems on Facebook today. What could you possibly need? <laughs> I know my clients right now are like going, "Holy shit. There she is. There's the Meredith I know because we can't expect our bodies and brains to absorb the world's problems and not have a negative effect to it it's It's not possible. You're in putting. You're absorbing, you're taking on all of that information, and information is energy. You're taking it on. You're going, oh, that's for me to know. I need to know about every negative catastrophe and, and horrible thing. Oh, well, Meredith, we should be active participants in society, and we should be informed. I mean, how can you expect us to be voters and participants in society if we're not informed? Well, guess what? You don't need to be informed about everything that's negative that's ever happened on the planet today and yesterday. For the love of God, you were never meant to know every bad thing that's happening and so if you want to live your life like that then you need to have an output maybe have a a jar that you put quarters in to send to a place for help or donate money or whatever cuz then you're taking in the energy you're transferring it to some sort of active act, activity right you're it's now it's now now you're in a process here comes the information there was a landslide there was a Tsunami, there was whatever. And so now we've got the information, and now we need to transfer it into an outgoing energy. So here comes the energy, as in information. Oh my God, that's so sad. What are we going to do? That's so horrible. Horrible, 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 horrible. The world's ending. Oh my God, this is so bad. Okay. So now we've got the information. Literally, it gives me a headache, right? It's, I'm just, I have a headache just even having this conversation. And so now I've got it, and so now I have two things I can do. I can either absorb it into my existence and take it out on everybody because of the fact that it's so negative and so sad and so horrible, and there's not a darn thing I can do about it, or I can reprocess and transfer it into an outgoing of energy. By way of donations, by way of you know, taking clothes to goodwill or whatever your you know your choice places that you like to donate goods, by way of um, you know, whatever it is where you're an active participant in getting that energy back out of you in a positive way. and now we are not going to be as affected by that energy, and I can already feel the transformation. So all of the negative is coming in of all the information that we're absorbing in the day, and we are going to do something about it by way of helping somebody else. Positive, positive. You know, I I saw this great uh, uh, TikTok the other day, which TikTok is the happiest place on earth. Don't care what anyone says. It is fun. And it was this doctor, and he's like, okay, arm chair. You know, doctors, you guys are always telling me what I'm doing wrong. And he, go, he goes on to explain um, a patient that he had that day, goes through the entire presenting illness, what the test came back, and then said, should I give him A, this medication, which I couldn't neither remember or explain or describe because it was some word I'd never heard of, and then two other medications, which should he give this patient? And it was this whole blood pressure and jaundice. And it was distension of the stomach. It was this whole thing. And he's like, all right, you guys, let me know in the comments what medication I should have given my patient today. And I thought it was such an amazing moment of here is a person who has this this situation coming into his experience, which is a sick person. And then he is able to do something about it. Now, I don't want to get into this whether you care about Western medicine, Eastern medicine, whatever. That's not the conversation here. The conversation is is here is incoming energy of a sick person. He is able to take that energy of a sick person and do something about it. He is in the position to fix it and handle it and move it into another location of a positive. So there and then there and then there, right? We, as consumers of information, and consume I mean eat, drink, sleep, breathe in, constantly are consuming information of politics and the news. We are not in a position to do anything with that information except for hold it, hold it, hold it, digest it, digest it, digest it. No wonder we have a problem with weight and depression and anxiety. We are consuming by the minute all sorts of negativity, and then wondering why we have heart disease and everyone's on a medication. Well, for the love of God, we're not in a position to transfer and fix it. If you want to be a part of politics, run for office, because then you can at least do something. Here comes a problem. You are in a position of political power where you can make a change. You know, start a petition. Run for school board. Help. Do something in politics except for just bitch about it because that's more negative. And then you're inviting other people to be and talk to you about that information on Facebook. And now we're all talking about stuff that we have no control over. I mean, we probably just... Experienced a complete release of political energy just by voting, because at least we were a part of some sort of process. We're all armchair quarterbacks. We're all we're all you know armchair doctors and politicians. None of us do anything about it. We're just absorbing. We're consuming negativity of the present. We're living someplace that we don't exist. We're just there with our minds, belaboring it. So when we feel ourselves way out to the right in the future, we're just gonna, and hopefully you can feel yourself kind of being expansive right now. You're kind of not in your seat. You're not where you are. So hopefully what this conversation has taken you someplace else, your brain's a little bit in Facebook thinking about some friends. Maybe your brain's over here in TikTok thinking about a TikTok you saw or, you know, I took you to a hospital and you thought about patients. Maybe your brain's all over those places, right? So that means you're there. So. I want you to feel how you're all over these different places right now and how you feel bigger. Your energy, your energy space, your energy body is kind of all over the place. You're over there. You're over there. You're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner. You're wondering what time the kids are going to get off school. When are they going to walk through the door? Whatever. You feel that? You feel how you're big right now. You're all over the place. And so we're just going to practice what that feels like. And get out of the future, out of the worry, out of the tsunami, out of the warfare, out of the the hospital. And we're going to call our energy bodies back. We're going to call our energy bodies back. We're going to ground to the center of the earth. We're going to get out of things that we have no control of. We're going to call our energy bodies back and back and back. We're gonna call our energy bodies back and we're going to center, align, and ground. I feel you coming back to me. I feel the seat under your butt. Feel the headphones, the room coming back into focus. Maybe place your hand on your countertop or something that you're next to. Get present. Feel your hips, your thighs. Maybe touch your fingers to each other. And you're here again with me. And so through this entire podcast, I hope that you can feel this movement of the ride that I've taken you on of going to this place and that place and back, And then going up there and back there and bang. I want you to feel how that feels. I want you to become wholly and excruciatingly and beautifully aware of how we travel in our imagination and our minds and how that can be destructive and how coming back can be so positive. It can be so positive and how when we go out there and worry about things we have no control over, it can be In the present, because we're not truly present. We're still out there. We're not in here. We're out there. We need to come back in here and be safe and present, if only for a moment to know that we're okay. To know that we're okay. Come back. And there we are. Good. Wonderful. You're there. You're safe. You're safe. Thank you so much for taking this journey with me today and playing with the energies and your imagination and trying this out. Let me know how that goes for you in your daily life and your practice of, of energy and calling back your energy bodies. Thank you so much for coming this week. Perhaps this would be a beautiful time to work on what you're looking for in 2021, not as a salute to 2020, as I said. We're not, we're not waving goodbye with, with a big, huge, see you later. We're just going to slither into 2021 and just make it ours. Thank you so very much for coming and listening again this week. Tell your friends, share the podcast. I appreciate it. Leave a comment or uh, a rating or whatever it is that where you listen to podcasts, it means a lot to me. And uh, I will see you here exactly one week from today. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to Meredithwillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind-the-scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.